Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. Really glad to have you along today as we talk about the Word of God. And particularly, we've been talking this all week about the love of God. And this morning, I want to look at an aspect of the love of God that sometimes doesn't feel good to receive. We've already talked about how sometimes God or God and us demonstrating love is difficult. The greatest act of love in the history of the world was when Jesus died on the cross for us sinners. That was not a good feeling he had during that time. He suffered to show love, but he did it for the joy set before him. And sometimes true love cares about another, even to the point of pain, hardship, suffering. We want to, God is like that with us, and we want to be like that. He dis, Jesus despised the shame of the cross in order to save us sinners. Sometimes receiving God's love is also painful. You say, how can that be? When would it be painful? Well, remember, God is our Father, and fathers have a responsibility to raise their children. And notice, let's look at Hebrews this morning, Hebrews chapter 12, and we'll start, we'll read several verses here. We'll start with verse, um, I believe it's verse 3. You ready? The writer says, you've not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation, which is addressed to you as sons, my son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint When you're reproved by him. For those whom the Lord loves, he disciplines and he scourges every son whom he receives. Wow. This is an aspect of the love of God that sometimes we think is that really love? It's like when a child is being disciplined, they may think, this is not, you know, my parents don't love me. But you got to understand that a loving parent does discipline a child. And God disciplines us. He does it because we are his son, not because he hates us, not because he's judging us, but because we'll see here in a moment why he does it, but he does it for our good. But understand this, that when God brings discipline into our lives, we should see it as his love and not see it as he's angry at us or he's mad at us or he's throwing a temper tantrum, or he's throwing a fit, or he's had an explosion towards us. Maybe if you have been disciplined improperly in your upbringing, or maybe even if you're used to disciplining your children improperly, you you do it in a fit of rage or a fit of anger, they've just tested your patience to the place where you can handle it no more, and you have, and you, uh, you lash out at them, and you might think that's how God is with you, but it's not. God is a patient God. He's long-suffering. God doesn't doesn't react in an emotional outburst of anger towards his children, but he does discipline us, and we should not regard it lightly. If God is disciplining you, you you should realize this is his hand of love, and you should pay attention to it. You should think about it. You should ask, what God are you trying to teach me here? I know, as I've shared here before, when 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 we would discipline our children when they were younger, as parents, we wanted them to learn something. As children, they just wanted to get out of the discipline as quick as they could. And, we, and what we helped them understand is when you learn something, when you learn what we're trying to teach you is when the discipline will end. 
If all you want to do is get out of it, you're not regarding, you're not taking to heart what we're doing. You're regarding our discipline lightly. You're not valuing that we're trying to train you to be a better person. Let's go on and read what he says in the next verse here. He continues, it is for discipline that you endure. God deals with us as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? But if you're without discipline, of which all have become partakers, then you're illegitimate children and not sons. Can I tell you, if you feel, if it feels like you're under a lot of trial and difficult uh, times and discipline from God, and you wonder, does he love you? Well, that's a mark that he does love you. Don't worry about God loving you if you're under his discipline. Maybe if you're not getting any discipline from God is when you ought to wonder, God, where are you? Don't you care about me? I know I'm not living perfect life. Why aren't you disciplining me? You see, a child whose parents does not, do not discipline them knows that down deep, they know mom and dad don't really care for them. That's why so many, so many children have grown up undisciplined, grown up without a father to discipline them. So many uh, have gone astray. And indeed, in our culture today, one of the great problems we have is young men growing up without a father. Many times, oftentimes, they end up in trouble. And if, if you end up not in trouble, you probably had an extra good mom, or God got really involved, or there were some other men helping mentor that son. But God disciplines us for our good, and his discipline is a sign that he loves us. It's not a sign that he doesn't love us. This is what we've got to get through in our minds. So often we can think, God, you're against me. God, you don't like me. God, you're hurting me. God, you're bringing all this into my life. Why He does that because he loves us, not because he doesn't love us. If, if you, you don't discipline someone else's children. When our kids were young, we remember there was this time, there was a little kid in the neighborhood who was, was unruly. And sometimes as she was unruly at our house, she was playing in our house, she's unruly, we would correct her verbally. But if she didn't respond, what would we do? We'd send her home. We'd separate from her. We'd, she had to leave. With our children, if they were unruly and they did not respond to our correction, we disciplined them. Notice the difference? Well, you don't discipline someone else's children. You discipline your own. God is If he, God disciplines you, it's a sign you're his child. And it's a sign he cares about you and he loves you. What's his goal? Let's read. Again, he's comparing this to the earthly fathers. For we had earthly fathers to discipline us, and we respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father's spirits and live? If you respected your earthly father, and you were grateful for the training he provided in your life, how much more so with God? See it this way. Look at this. For they disciplined us for a short time as seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good, and here's the key, so that we may share in his holiness. Sometimes I wish there was a way to become holy and to share in the holiness of God and to, to be really transformed into holy and righteous living without some of the pain and difficulty of, of uh, discipline. But it doesn't seem as that there is. Indeed, discipline involves pain, and pain causes us to not want to do it again. I can think of some, you know, I'm come to my mind, certain sins I committed that brought great pain into my life. And now, am I tempted to do that? No way. 
I don't want to do those things because last time I did it, it was painful. And, and God disciplined me, and it, was, and it hurt. And now I want to stay away from those sins with a 10-foot pole. I wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole. And that's how, that's how our God deals with us. There are consequences of sin. Woe unto us if we don't experience them. Woe unto a child who gets away with things and never experiences punishment. You're gonna, they're going to have trouble with the law one day. You can be sure of it. But God wants us to share in his holiness. He loves you so much. He doesn't give up on you. He doesn't abandon you. He doesn't cast you off. He wants you to share in his holiness. And this is why he disciplines us. It is an act of his love. He goes on to say in Hebrews 12, all discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yet, to those who've been trained by it, afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. No pain, no gain, right? It's the way it is in life. It's, there's something that sometimes because of our flesh, our selfish nature, our tendency to just want our own way, it's when, when we experience the suffering and pain of wrong decisions that we avoid those wrong decisions and get on the right path. If you know someone on the wrong path, we pray for them. God, get them on the right path. We realize that might mean there's some pain brought into their life, but the pain is worth it because we want them to share in the holiness of God. We want them afterwards to have the joy and the peaceful fruit of righteousness. I do want to add one other thing here that's important, and that is I believe there's a difference between the word discipline and the word punishment. Notice in 1 John chapter 4, the writer says, John says, by this love is perfected in us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also are we in the world. Here's the point. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment. And the one who fears is not perfected in love. If we're fearful of God's dealing in our life. If we're fearful that he brings, when he brings discipline into our life, understand it's not punishment. Punishment is a judgment. Punishment is like sending you to hell. Punishment is when God abandons you and you, you just bear the consequences of what you've done. That's punishment. Discipline is always involved with it's, it's out of a heart of love from God to make us a better person. Punishment is that we get what we deserve. And often in God, with God, there is wrath and anger involved in punishment. Discipline comes from a heart of love designed not to, not to take out his anger upon us, but to, for our good, for our benefit. Understand this. If you're a believer in Christ, if you're a child of God, the punishment was born at the cross of Jesus Christ. Your punishment, God, God, Jesus took your punishment. And God is not punishing you now, but he certainly will discipline you when you get off track. Punishment, you get what you deserve. Discipline is his grace and kindness to get you on track that you might share in his holiness. And this is why when we know the love of God, we accept his discipline. We learn from it. We grow in the midst of it. We don't fight it. We don't resist it. But we learn how to humble ourselves and say, this is sorrowful. I'm not really liking it, but I'm not going to resist it. I'm going to take it to heart. I'm not going to regard it lightly. I'm not going to fight it. I will receive the discipline God has in my life because I know it's being given from a heart of agape love that I might share in his holiness. And I know 
that as I receive the discipline of God, it's going to yield in my life the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Amen? Father in heaven, we thank you. We thank you for that when we need tough love, you will show it to us. You don't do it out of anger. You're not lashing out. The punishment was already taken at the cross of Jesus Christ. Our sins have been paid for. But Lord, you're you're desiring, you're desired deeply that we would share your holiness. You want us to be like you. You're committed to making us like you. You're committed to bringing us fully into your family and, and, and into the life that really is best. Lord, I think of how I'm sure it's difficult on you to uh, bring discipline in our lives. Just so often it's difficult on me to discipline my children. But I did it because I cared for them, and I wanted the best for them. And I thank you, Father. This is the way you are. You're at work in our lives, and we thank you. And so right now today, Lord, any of us who are in trials, difficult times, hard times, help us to discern if this is the discipline of God to get us on track that we'd share your holiness. And if so, help us, Lord, to cooperate and to receive and to grow that the peaceful fruit of righteousness might be seen in our lives. We love you and bless you. We give you this day to follow you with all of our heart. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, folks, it's important that we walk in the ways of God, is it not? That's why we get in the Word of God every day here and talk about it and allow it to be part of our life. And so I hope you'll join us. If you're new, I hope you will uh, join our, our, our group. Like the video, share with your friends, subscribe to the channel, and so on. Make a commitment to be here day by day. Don't just come when you feel like it. Make a commitment to be here day by day. It'll do you good. It'll help you grow. And it'll make you one who shares in the holiness of God. To those of you here every day, I love you. So glad you're here. So glad to have the freedom, the opportunity, the privilege to share and sow the Word of God on the good soil of your life. I know it's bearing fruit and I'm grateful. God bless you. I love you. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.